Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Man, that was just before. That was when you had to have some level of coding in your language. You don't have to have yeah. that as much. Yeah. That's a that's a dope, that's a that's a dope double entendre right now. I think the best, I, like yeah, that one's kind of simple. <laughs> like that one kind of simple, easy to figure out. But I, I like the stuff like make my love come down. <laughs> like I like I would have never figured that one out. You just got to be a certain age. Yeah, and, and and for me it was it's raining men, and I could never understand. I was it's like, there's not men coming from the sky. Like it took me a long time. You know, I was like, I was like, oh okay, I get it, I get it, I get it now. But uh, you know, I'm singing I mean, at but that. With Raining Men, though, that wasn't the part that was hard to get or understand. It was when they got to that, like, I'm going to get absolutely soaking wet. Do you like, oh, y'all are some freaks. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 do you want to rock? Do you want to rock with me? Yeah. <laughs> the music grabs you. Then you'd be listening to the lyrics like, wait a minute. <laughs> but then, like, every time I, like, the older people in my family try to make it sound like, oh, y'all listen to that nasty music at the cookout or the reunion. They'd like, always end up throwing on Clarence Carter. <laughs> yes. Um, they'd always throw that Clarence Carter on and you'd be like, y'all niggas ain't shit. Right. Because I remember the first, I, I had to be one of the first times I heard that song. It was, I was, uh, we was at a, a uh, like a cookout at Roderick's family house and uh, his grandma Peg, uh, was she got up and she started like dancing. I was like, oh, oh, that's what, the, oh, okay. So that's what we talking about in here. And, his and lesser they was known, getting it too. And they knew all the words to his lesser known hit, Stand Up In It. Yes, Stand <laughs> Up In It. That's, a, like, that's my bop now. Clarence Carter, Woo, shit, Clarence mm-hmm. Carter, like Jesus. Yes, whole <laughs> genre. Yeah, made me think about them every time I hear them songs. Now that them, them be my bops. What's, what's the difference between that and slob on my knob? Like, it's really no difference. Not a whole lot. Hey, 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 felt you can't. Hey, don't bring that baby around here. That's Aww. not. <laughs> hey. Gonna get from around here. You don't need to see to all this. You trying to be, you trying to be somebody. I need to be a part of this. <laughs> uh, uh, my man. Let me pull it up here for y'all. My man Jelani, Jelani, the voice of Butter Cobb. I don't know if y'all ever listened to Jelani Cobb talk, but boy, that voice, mm-hmm. the voice of Butter. He asks, 
I'm curious, what exactly do you think the Zelensky video makes the Zelensky video such effective political communication? I have my theories, but I'm curious about yours. Now, this shit might be over by now. This is Thursday when this goes up. So the Zelensky video is President Zelensky of Ukraine. They posted a video of him and four of his dudes basically telling the Russian army, y'all go ahead and pull up. Just pull up. We here. Pull up basically because the reports were getting out that he was going to he was going to meet and have talk surrender talks he was like no we're not <laughs> you go go ahead and pull up then pull up then and then somebody took um shook ones and put shook ones behind it so have yeah. you, y'all ain't seen that video no i i i'm gonna be real with you i haven't been absorbing all this war coverage shit on purpose it andy, feels you seen that video? weird yeah i saw it yeah. pull that video up andy it's copyright can't play it. Do we have one without it? Just That's show it without for. show. Okay, so show it without the music. Hold on. Um, it's like a thirty-second video. It's like thirty seconds. All right. Yeah, I think I got it without the without the song. It's like him and his buddies at night. It looks like they're. Well, they're not buddies. Each of them has a. Each of them has a role. Well, uh, hopefully they're friends. Yeah, each of them is a member of the government. Like, so this is them like outside. So this is they. They told them. Leader fraction. This is a translation. Good evening to all factions. Leader here. Head of president's office here. Prime minister here. President here. Our military here. So he's pointing at each of these guys like this guy, this guy, this guy. Главный офис президента тут. Премьер министр Швагаль тут. This guy. Подаляк тут. This guy. Президент тут. Все мы тут. Наши вискови тут. Громадяни суспільства тут. Все мы тут. Захищаємо нашу незалежність, нашу державу. И так буде і далі. Слава нашим захисникам, слава нашим захисницям. Слава Україні. So it was basically a pull-up video. It was like, well, pull up if you want to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. His his voice it was like, yeah, you want the smoke? We got the smoke. Like, pull that's all I heard. That's yeah. with that accent. I was like, whatever it is, it's about to go down. So when they, they put shook ones behind it with the talking with the, <laughs> with the show, with mob deep behind it. So uh, everybody was going, everybody's re- obviously for obvious reasons. That's a, that's a good ass shot. That shot right there, that's a good ass shot. <laughs> It's like, all right, well, we out here, basically. Yeah, they look like some white boys is about to drop the baddest yeah. mixtape and gonna get, gonna get everybody, everybody getting called out, everybody getting the shots. Insane a lot of in really Ukraine. insightful points here. I was mostly fixed. This is <laughs> I was mostly fixated on the absolute composure and resolve in the face of certain danger. The simplicity of the statement, we are here, is perfect. And it's literally a man on the street video. I think he also does. I think the people who pointed out that he's doing a selfie are also onto something. It's the kind of format someone might use for a video at a party or a beach. We're all here, except he's saying, no, we're here to fight. We all here. You know. Yeah, the kind now this dude was this dude was their John Stewart, Sasha Baron Cohen, and ended up becoming president. Wow. Yeah. They America think we hard. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They laughed at him like hard. he was a joke. They laughed like it was just a big joke to them. Like I oh, seen some shit, man. Like- I've been I've been heckled by drunk white ladies. You don't even know, man. <laughs> <laughs> the shit I've been through. Yeah, he was there, Sasha Baron. Driving eight hours for eighty bucks and some chicken tenders. Somebody said that in our production meeting meeting Friday. We're like, well, this guy was just a 
a Camino. I was like, it's it's a different thing over there. Right. Not, not what you think. <laughs> it's not it's not what you think. Yeah. So and check out this video though. This was uh this is the guy that Terrell Star, who's um yeah, he's he's boots on the ground. I don't know what his there. his relationship was to Ukraine. <laughs> so he's so, he's been live streaming basically. He's been yeah. actually going on CNN and stuff too, but he's been out there live streaming. This is like a part of a thread that he put together. Oh, this one you were talking yeah. about, right, Rob? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm 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 it's, it's unfortunate that we're in this that we're in this war, but um it, it's pretty it's a pre people are together and it's 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 pretty kind here. Only Just wanted to report that. We'll win. Only Ukraine will Only win. Only Ukraine will win. Fuck Russians. We'll kill everybody for our land. It's our land. <laughs> okay, guys, you, you you see, you see that you he's wearing a Chicago Bulls hat. We'll win. The freshman, Fuck he Russians. he ain't even he ain't even uh been the uh the the cat part. He was like, nope, I bought this straight out of Amazon. We had a lot of Russia. Have we had a lot of Ukrainian players in the NBA? At least one. One, maybe two. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe no superstars, though, right? We'll kill everybody. Our land. I don't know, Rod. But you know, land. you got any Ukrainians. Okay, guys. Them, Sla- them Slavians and the you. Uh, mm-hmm. I mostly know the Slavians that be that be giving yeah. us buckets. Yeah, Lithuania, Spain. Yeah. I don't know about Ukraine. I don't know. I don't know if we put they've put anybody in the Olympics. They, probably, they got a squad. They yeah, I'm sure they've got Olympics. some. I know that. Alex Lynn is yeah. a Ukrainian NBA player. Like they ain't been, you know, good. <laughs> no offense yeah. to them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is odd because usually them, usually those European teams, they, everybody produces one, one or two, usually. Well, they got some. They just not they haven't been good yeah. yet. Unless it's like Greece. Now all of Greece has had, well, Greece had probably one of the best European that where Arvidas is from, Sabonis, and he from Greece. Sabonis? Um, I don't think he's from Greece. Where's he from? Nah, you think you know who's from Greece? This motherfucking um Giannis. I know Giannis is, but before that, didn't they have somebody before him? Sabonis is Lithuanian. Okay, so they don't I thought we thought Sabonis was from Greece. So he ain't even okay. They don't even got that. All they got is the 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 Giannis brothers. Yeah. Yeah, Lithuania's had a had a few, I think, NBA players. I mean, it's hard to be a superstar no matter what, but Ukraine's put a couple of people in the NBA. I'm sure it's probably yeah. pretty big over there. Yeah, I heard about that newscaster guy, Brother Marcus, saying in the chat room, this is a newscaster reporter of six different languages. That is not that surprising to me because over there they speak a lot of It's us that don't have to have a problem with language. It ain't, it's still, though, six. Other is, countries. Six is a lot. Richard, Richard Engel does that. But they don't do six usually, and they don't do fluently six. That's, my that's wife the next level Richard, shit. Richard Angle, my man crush, because that dude, <laughs> like he'll, switch, he'll switch over to Farsi, then he'll go to Italian, and he'll come to French. Like, is he finna do this interview with this guy? He's like, yeah, I'm going to test this guy. I'm like, I know he's not finna talk to this talk to this guy in Farsi, is he? <laughs> sure not enough. a very useful tool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that dude had like, uh, they made like a little... A mixtape of his uh, multi- a mixtape. There's been a war with 
Russian-backed forces in the east, uh, the Donbass region, for eight years now. But despite that, the capital city of Kiev is relatively calm. Well, I mean, we don't grow up with that many languages around us, so that's part of it. American. Oh, oh, we could. <laughs> but without, we're not bordering countries, like multiple countries with different languages. There are people here who speak these languages. Yeah, America but is just, huge. We just tell them that they ain't shit and they need to learn English. Don't speak that shit around me. Yeah, but there are, it's not the same as Europe. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, I do wonder if uh, Europe has that same attitude. Like, if the English speaking countries are like, don't speak that shit around me. Yeah. Because I've heard, I've like, I, you know, I've heard the French are like, niggas speak French. Like, what are you yeah, even doing? Yeah, they'll force you to speak French. They well, was like, the we're French, not speaking English. The French have a thing that's just nationalism, this weird nationalism thing where the countries that they've, they, they call, the one, one France. So everybody's French. They don't believe in multiculturalism. Yeah. Multiculturalism is everybody's French. Mm. But they don't have a problem with like American speaking English. What's that rattling sound? No. Want hear that? That's this class. That's probably Randolph's uh, alcohol. Because that's how America, that's how they make <laughs> money. Americans coming over there spending money. So they don't have a problem with that. But if you want to live in France and you mm. like, hey, I'm Algerian. Well, you French. You know, they're mean about it. <laughs> like yeah. here. Basically, <laughs> yeah. speak English, God damn it. Speak language. Yeah, you know. Well, I know one thing. He don't keep a job. Six languages. You always yeah. can have a job. That's probably why he learned all them languages. Yeah, he seems really. My fluent, guess yeah. is he, you learn them as a kid. For whatever reason, he he picked up these languages as a child, and that's when they stick. I know they'd be shocked. They'd be like, "Yeah, we need somebody to speak Spanish." I got it. Uh, but you're white. I got it. I, I, I got it. I got it. Yeah, it just, my wife speaks Spanish. It just sticks. You pick it up as a child and it sticks. My sister-in-law is better than my wife at it. You know, it just, it just sticks. You know? And it's forcing you to constantly use it. And that's one thing. That's why a lot of Americans, even if they learn multiple languages, unless they consistently use it, it, you, it'll go away. Particularly yeah. as you get older. According Americans to that are, reporter. Americans are so not shit to run around talking like we are shit and we are so not shit. <laughs> so According to that reporter, by the way, that guy, the language guy, uh, he was born in Luxembourg. Okay. Yeah. To a British father and a German mother. So right there you got English, yeah. German, and Luxembourgian. Which is probably uh, German. It's I think it's different, but it's close. Different, but close, yeah. And right. then... Um, and he's based in D.C., where he reports on a lot of international shit. So I guess he probably mm -hmm. picked up the Spanish and the French. He had. Well, Spanish. I would think about it like this. Once you've learned one of these romantic languages and you know it inside and out, like if you know Spanish, you almost know Italian. <laughs> you know what I mean? You almost know Italian. You just got to immerse yourself into it because the languages are so close. It's, I learned uh, that Latin. <laughs> That's one of the few things I learned in high school Latin. It's Luxembourgish, by the way, yeah. is, is the uh, the way the language he spoke in English, Luxembourgish, Spanish, Portuguese, French, and German in that video. Mm. Portuguese so guess, has this zhush sound in it. My boy Andre 
from Brazil. He's Portuguese. Does this speaks Portuguese? Jush. And I'm like, what is that? Oh, <laughs> part of the language, man. It's... Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, pick your Spanish back up. Ava has decided she's going to take Spanish in high school. I'm like, you might be a little bit too late. So. <laughs> That's something people kind of get into really early. A little bit too late. You can learn it as an adult, but they said it's a lot harder for adults to pick yeah. up another language. Than well, she true. could because the at the daycare she was at, the lady would. That's why I call her Princessa, because the lady who looked after her at the daycare was Spanish. So she would, she would come home counting and singing little songs in Spanish. And then she went to American ass kindergarten and that shit went right away. Yeah, it doesn't stick. It, it's uh and especially when you're that young, you've learned shit quick and then you can just forget shit quick too. Right. You don't stick with it. Yeah, you gotta speak it. Louis, the 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 Louis, the hated Louis, talks about when he came here from Mexico at seven, only speaking Spanish. Now it's it's gone. But he says it's gone, but I've seen him in interviews speaking Spanish to Mexican media. Oh really? Yeah. So it's not that gone. He can still communicate. No. He can he can do it if pressed. He probably has to just think about it. I took Miss Barnes. I took Latin in high school too. I had a I had a I had a I had a go around with being a doctor in my head when I was in high school. Stupid in my high school and yeah, that was a dumb language to take in high school. Don't do don't do that. Don't do no stupid shit like that. When you got any kids <laughs> and they walk up to you talking, if you got kids and they walk, hey daddy, I'm gonna take Latin. They know you're not. Don't don't do that. I dug it. I took Latin, Latin one. I took it twice. Yeah, I took, I took it uh, twice too. Both. I'm stuck at that point. I, I took both. Uh, yeah, the one and two. One and two. I didn't have any choice at that point. I was in eleventh grade and I take my foreign language to get out of high school. You got to take two years of a foreign language, and uh, <laughs> I took it in eleventh grade and I was like, "Fuck! I shouldn't have taken this. Too late." <laughs> Gotta take it. I like. I did like learning the root of words and that helps me decipher like what words mean sometimes even to today where like i get presented with a new word and i'm like okay the basis of this is fire in latin so then you know ignitus means blank or whatever the fuck you know yeah Yeah, but that's uh, all i was good for i took etymology in high school it was like a, a half a year class and the same thing it was like my sat score verbal went up just from taking that class just because you're breaking down all the different little pieces of a word to kind of figure out what it means. Yeah. I was a reader, so I never really had problems with that. Rod, you probably, you probably reader too. So. Yeah. It just helped. That's all you get presented with a, a big, you know, get presented with a big word. That's it. You know, maybe I should have took it because Veronica P thinks it's a time for you to learn Farsi again, Andy. That ship has sailed. I mean, look, I was around <laughs> Farsi speaking people as a child. Right. Once I forgot it, it was gone. Like I didn't I didn't remember any. I, I can tell people are speaking Farsi. I understand I recognize some of the words as as being I don't know what their English translations are, but I recognize the ones people are speaking yeah. Farsi, but I forgot that shit. It was gone. Like Leonard in the chat room saying he wish he spoke Swahili to his kids. You know who was fluent in Swahili backwards and forwards? Johnny Carson. Huh? <laughs> of all people. He picked hmm. up Swahili for some reason. He was always in Africa and picked up Swahili. <laughs> Why yeah, was he I'm in like, Africa? what is this? It's a weird little fact about him. And he plays drums. <laughs> That's another little odd fact about Johnny Carson. Was he like vacationing in Africa all the time? He like, I guess he kind of liked um. Like the art, maybe. Let me look and see why he was over there. 
I don't know. Uh, you know who has another extensive African art collection is um, the lead singer for ZZ Top. Um, Billy? Billy was his Billy name? Billy Gibbons. Billy Gibbons. He has an extensive art collection. Interesting. I could see that. He's kind of a artistic sounding guy when he talks. Yeah. All right. You guys want to get to these comments? Yeah, let's bring do it. it. We got a couple emails and some comments to uh, emails. Let's do the emails first. Uh, we got an email, first of all, from Richard. Observations and thanks. Gentle people, while Randolph and I go way back to the days of bikes, Brack and stereos in the Chevette. I got a side with Rod on the subject of BHM Chicken, episode 1085. Where's this from? Uh, Richard. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's my man. <laughs> uh, that story might have been gross in this case, which would be a lot more detail. Was the fried chicken good? Was there Cajun sparkle? More importantly, did it come with a backstory? Food, especially the sharing of different types of food, can, when done properly, help us understand and bridge some of the gaps between cultures. Perhaps if it has been part of a larger effort with February bringing an assortment of different historically black foods, maybe Caribbean the first Monday, Western African the next, etc. Uh, maybe in March, they could do an Indian Middle Eastern foods, April South American, get a few of the best black chefs to consult, combine with some actual history with these foods, these spices, veggies versus meats. This could be a way to educate using food as a wedge to get into the minds of children. Not going to bullshit. I'm also a big fan of the fried chicken, so I might be biased with my judgment clouded by the crunch of that damn breading. Also, Rudy <laughs> Giuliani on whatever clown show he was on. I don't hate it either. That, that was the mask singer. Um, I don't hate it either, but I won't be caught watching it. Put him in jester garb and let him be a buffoon. If that sells more restless leg pills and depends commercials for the dying network, so be it. You guys always make me laugh, think, and question my views and how they're impacted by my whiteness. P.S. Thanks for moving Summer of Soul up my list. It was fire. Yeah, that's my man from uh, all the way back to elementary school. <laughs> all the way back to fifth grade when we first got here. Uh, Johnny Carson update. After late night host Johnny Carson retired from the Tonight Show in 92, he stayed busy traveling the world by plane and yacht. And while he was all but disappeared from the public eye, he was seemingly still a communicator and entertainer at heart to prepare for a trip to Africa. He taught himself Swahili. Wow. <laughs> taught himself. According, according to the thing, he got so good at it that the crew of the people on brought him a newspaper. They thought I was that proficient, but I wasn't. They said, hey, here's news. Here's a Nairobi Times newspaper. He's like, well, I don't read the shit. <laughs> <laughs> he learned it in four months. Wow. Yeah. That's what they do for like military people. When they're deploying somewhere, they got to learn a language. They just put them in a boot camp for like four or five months, 10 hours a day. Yeah. Uh, Joe left us, uh, sent us an email titled, what is the deal with these Acho brothers? They're terrible human beings. That's all. What's the they're deal? Really they're terrible. With they're, their just teeth. Fucking, they're just fucking stupid. Uh, hey people not trying to intentionally force the Acho brothers into a third week of show discussion, but those two leave me wondering, are they for real? I understand what Romaine was saying a couple weeks ago about how some first generation immigrants who appear of sub-Saharan African descent can develop viewpoints different from black Americans because the struggle in the U.S. is not theirs. That said, when you create a list of top five active quarterbacks and not include Patrick Mahomes, the fuck? And it's not yeah. just 
It's not that Acho 2, Sam, who's actually the older brother, but not quite as good at his media thing, simply forgot about Mahomes. Oh, no, this man specifically kept him off the list yeah. as some right. sort of punishment for a right. moment of poor right. performance observed. Right. You're All the weird... game at some point at that point. I think even Emmanuel Acho came on Twitter and said that was a bad take. So, um yeah. He said uh, all the weird caveats to it being his list and his reasons and such. He knew what this was. For some reason, he wanted to go through with this list anyway. Something about both of these brothers strikes me as artificial. They may not be the proper word to use, but you all have alluded to their wide-eyed, toothy, almost smiley presentation styles. A little too much wanting to appeal to reduce any threat that might be perceived. Those tropical suit color choices are also interesting. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I like the suits. Very 1990s. And they typically pick colors that work for them, more so a manual, but still. Uh, they just add to what to me is either fakeness or an attempt at American culture that is based on consuming slightly outdated media. I want to give them some benefit of the doubt, but when Sam has to twist himself and not to justify keeping Patrick Mahomes off his personal list of quarterbacks, which is his right, it's his lame slow news day list, that reeks of straight agenda. Who do I want leading my team is such bullshit, and he knows it, hence all the blather in lieu of real justification. I haven't seen that much from either of them, but I'm thinking Sam is the Eli of this brother combo. Is that unfair to Eli though? Thanks for all. That's all for now. Thanks for everything. <laughs> yeah, it is unfair to Eli because Eli won two Super Bowls. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, they're, they're just, they're ridiculous human beings, man. I'm like, I don't know what you're. I think um, someone like Doug Gottlieb or one of these guys was bashing Sam Acho's quarterback. He's another list. piece of shit. I think it was one of those guys. And then Emmanuel Acho came in and said, yeah, that was a trash list, but fuck you, Doug Gottlieb. Like he started arguing with him because he was defending his brother. It was a whole thing. Well, Doug Gottlieb is a piece of shit, though. I think it was. I don't know. I mean, don't you would think that. that Sam Acho would be agreeable with him, though, other than that. I mean, it could be. I, it, it might not. I be they're all, all those sports personality guys are kind of weird. You yeah. know? Colin Cowherd and stuff. This is, I just look at the all that shit is like about being good at getting people to pay attention to your opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Acho brothers, I think, feel more thirsty to me. Like they want people to pay attention to their opinions, but their opinions aren't really that thought out or good enough to really get the, the you know, like that list got attention because everyone was like, that's just a bad list. Yeah, it didn't get attention right. because it was like, oh, you know, here's an angle no one had considered and we disagree. But, you know, I see his logic like I think, yeah, they're just kind of some clowns. And then, you know, whenever they talk about race is really when they it, shine. It, the clownness shows at that point. Yeah, the that's really when they, they that's when they shine. Shoes. Exposed. You you see. It. Oh, not the shoes. Yeah, they put the shoes on and they get to dance and get to dance. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I, I don't think I kept the bookmark, but there was that video of Emmanuel Acho reading from his like the audio book. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Jesus Christ! So ridiculous. Yeah, Howard Bryant retweeted it and said something something to the to the akin to like the only thing missing was the dressing on this word salad or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that's what that's what brought it to my attention. I was like, yeah, because just be talking. Oh and that's how we taking st- shots at somebody working ESPN or, or you know, at least some a, a brother. Well, Manuel works at works at Fox. Yeah, you know, how whichever one. Fuck, he's already talked about. He's talked about it before. <laughs> he yeah. told for money. Oh, you quoting Acho now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what we're doing? No, wait. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Hear me okay. out, though. Let me just finish. Let me, can I finish? Can I finish? Uh, okay. Uh, we got um, some comments on. Oh, shit. Here we go. Comments. Well, let's start first with Raphael's comment. Uh, here are a few sources of reliable African news because we had that story last week. We we're like, is this real, man? Is this real? Oh, yeah. Um, we are in election season for some major players. To so start with Monday's episode of BBC Africa Today podcast, I listen daily, but Monday was one of those rare episodes that got topics that we can easily relate to in America, even if you haven't been following. Uh, patrons can go look at that comment and, and look at the link. Uh, the I feel trying to be like the African correspondent on the show. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. We need one. Your source for all things Africa. Uh, the African report is behind the paywall. However, they give you one free article. If you sign up for their newsletter, the first one's free, uh, africanews.com. Uh, Al Jazeera got some good reporting too, along with some Southern African papers that I have played with and played enough with, as I mostly watch or listen, haven't played enough with either. You follow him on Twitter or go directly to his newsletter. He's a young man that's currently hated by the governments of Nigeria and Rwanda. He's currently in exile. And yes, his age does show from his Twitter fights. But as one of the few independent journalists that I've seen take down the biggest names in Nigerian spaces to the point that government officials try not to be caught live on air with them, David Hundayan is a great recommendation, as I don't know for how long he will be alive. His newsletter is here, and that's uh, westafricaweekly.substack.com. Dr. Damages on YouTube. Dr. Damages on YouTube is a satirical take on Nigerian news. That's where I get my pastor's updates. I'll stop here for now. It's tough for the independent guys, though, as I've seen them killed or frustrated to the point where they switched sides. I went longer than Damien got to long out. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Damages is a good name, though. That's a that's a catchy. uh, Hey, sounds like somebody you see on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. Ah, surprise! That's not a rapper's name. Quick update: Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich gives up control of London's Chelsea Football Club, one of the most valuable soccer teams in the world. This was 37 minutes ago. They probably pushed him out. That's sanctions, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And he had control of it. That means the other owners were like, yeah, man, you got to go. Pick a side, dude. Pick a side. We'll hand over control of Chelsea to to the board of trustees. Chelsea is like one of the teams. They can't have that that PR hit. You know, him and Donald Sterling got something in common now. Apparently <laughs> right. so. Big bad Magic Johnson. I didn't call anybody <laughs> the N-word. He's got AIDS. <laughs> he got AIDS. Come on. You know what? For a long time, I could I always thought for years that he said big black magic Johnson. I know that man never said that, but in my mind, every time I played it, I inserted black. <laughs> got the AIDS though. Whoever's on Instagram right now, you might want to go check out Tabria Majors' um, Instagram. Trust me. <laughs> uh, Jennifer left a comment. While I disagree with any notion that to uplift black men, you have to demean black women, I will say that Damien is absolutely right about the dating prospects available. His point about all the hosts being out on the dating market for years is out of the dating market. That's us for years is very valid. It's not an insult. Y'all just can't relate to all the dating trash in these streets. Like someone who is no longer looking for work, I have removed myself from the dating pool. Um, that was the question we had last week, though. Is it is it unique to this time, or has there always been Mm-mm. trash? Trash has always been out there. That's the thing. Trash ass people, ain't shit niggas, and thoughts. Like that's always been out there. 
The difference is the technology. Now, I will yeah. give that is a huge difference. That everything is so instant. Now, people aren't, and also because of the technology and stuff, people aren't truthful. Well, people weren't truthful before either. So there are, like I say, it's it's different to an extent, but there's some things that are always the same. You mean tell me all these quote unquote Papa was a Rolling Stone? Them niggas exist today too. All these ain't shit niggas cheating on people. Like there's some things that that will never change because you're dealing with people. Jennifer's in the well, chat. Who, said, wait, who wrote who wrote this in? That's Jennifer. She's in the chat. She said she's been dating for 20 years and it has gotten worse. Yeah. Uh, I, so here's here's the only thing I would say though. Um, I don't think any of us is speaking on dating as like dating experts. Right. Like uh-huh. these guys that uh-huh. claim to be uh the the black manosphere folks are claiming to be like experts. And I'm saying that misogyny has existed before the internet and it's existed my whole life. And so I don't think those guys and their what they're doing is claiming that we are being so hard on black women because the game has just gotten so much harder when it comes to dating. So we have to hate black women and teach these black kings how to do that. And I think that is the part where I'm like, I don't have to be dating to know that that's fucked up. You know what I mean? As far as like being married, I, I, and I feel the same way, the opposite way. If someone was single and they look at a person's marriage and they go, that marriage is fucked up. I wouldn't go when you've been single, you don't know nothing, but you ain't been married for 20 years. I'd be like, no, you have something valuable to add to the conversation. I respect your opinion. And I would definitely take it under advisement. Nobody can know everything, Mm -hmm. but you're given a perspective that maybe I don't have. Right. And I think the vice versa works in this case. We're married, but we're not dead. It's not like right. People just it's not like I, just- I have no single friends. I don't look around at the, the mess of dating that happens online every day when one of you niggas gets trigger happy with the screenshots and shares the woes of the day. So like we see it, we have opinions, mm-hmm. but I we're the difference between us and them is I'm never I would never be giving advice. And these motherfuckers are, you know what I mean? And I think that's the hard part, is like. These niggas are giving like advice and telling people this is right. And a court, remember how this all started on this show? A guy going, I listen to these men who hate black women, and y'all don't know what it's like because y'all are married. Right. If y'all want us to sit out of this and be like, all right, bro, what can we say? We've been married. Go ahead and call black women ain't shit and all that. I'm not going to ever do that. So I, you know, if you don't, I, I totally get it. People want to dismiss the opinion, like y'all don't know what you're talking about. That's everybody's right, but I'm never gonna sit back on right a nigga it's, saying it's, some shit like that, shitting on our shitting on our women. Which right. is why as Jason was saying in the chat room, y'all went a little hard on Damien, though. I mean, Damien, get you get what you get, man. Well, Damien's in the, the chat, and also there's a comment coming from Damien. There's a comment coming up from. We're not the ones listening to these motherfuckers. I Ask really me. didn't go that hard on Damien. Yeah, I know we could have. Yeah, we didn't go that. Don't <laughs> We didn't go that damn hard. We let you. No, I don't want y'all Damien. to think. Look, I don't want y'all to think I'm like an evil person, but I, mm-hmm. that was light to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was a light. Like we talked about the black manosphere and why not to trust them. Yeah, I wasn't. You can't. I wasn't assuming anything bad about Damien. Yeah, and purposely kept it that way. So I just want to just want it could have been way fucking worse is my point. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, actually it, said I'm happy that Damien brought the shit to us to, so we could tell him to get the fuck away from me. Right. And, 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 and also it's one of those things too. look at it like this. You wrote in telling us how 
our opinions are dismissive. And then you expect us not to have an opinion about your opinion about us saying that our opinions <laughs> are dismissive. It don't work like that, you know. Uh, and so that's why, you know, we we uh, made those comments. And my thing is, yeah, I stand by what I said. And it's not like you say, the thing isn't about him. It's the conversation around what he said. I, feel, those I men just are feel problem. like I feel like what's about to happen is I'm about to be disrespectful to prove <laughs> that I wasn't disrespectful a week ago. <laughs> And then every then y'all will be like y'all went too far because that was not that far is all I'm saying. It was I thought everyone kept it kind of cute where it's like, yeah, bro, this is kind of whack. That's all. Yeah. I just want to say, um, let's let's make dating great again. <laughs> Here's the was, thing, though, it was it's better a- 20 years ago. And also, um, I do think this and I don't I've not I'm not on the dating scene, but I do think across the board. Everything in this day and age is more amplified than it used to be because of social media, because of the Internet. Mm -hmm. Things that were good were like the best thing ever of giving me life. Things that are bad are uh, tragedies across Mm -hmm. the board. So uh, everything is amplified. I'm sure the lies that dudes told to women in the the 90s are uh, maybe pale in comparison to the lies they do now because you can scam people more. You can put up fake pictures. You can Photoshop. You can do all this Mm -hmm. shit. So it's possible that, yeah people who weren't shit then had a, a lower ceiling on where their not shitness would, would land. And now well, I, I actually think that, I don't think that's true, Andy, because like niggas could have a whole nother family and live across the street. That's true. They could. You that. couldn't check shit. There was yeah. no like you couldn't find out it was a lie until the motherfucking the funeral when this nigga's yeah. other six kids showed up and you was like, who the fuck are these niggas? Less, it was yeah, like West, people West, used to uh, leave their whole families in another city because they knew you couldn't track them. It's just like I'm starting over. I'm 50. I don't feel like dealing with these niggas no more. I'm going. Your grandmama used to get beat and stay because she didn't have a fucking choice. She wasn't allowed to work. She wasn't allowed to vote. All of this, like the rose colored goggles of nostalgia of like back in the day. It's all bullshit. People were always shit. Now we know more because they post about it. Yeah, people are very much Jennifer. Being being the age I am now, if if I was back in the dating world now, I would be far better at dating now than I was when I was young. And the reason why I would be is because I know myself now, and I know I know how to do that. I know how to be in the game. I know how to do that. The game hasn't changed that much. The people playing the game, the tools of the game have changed. That's not even a question. Tools have changed. But the, but the motivations and the drives of the game haven't changed. Like That's never going to be any different. People, as Rod was saying, people were horrific back in the day. They were horrific when I was dating. Nobody knew it, <laughs> but motherfuckers was horrible. Well, women, women weren't even, women, <laughs> women didn't even have a platform to share. Yeah, to tell each other. It's like there was to, no social the media. Shop. The platform was the beauty shop. Y'all went the beauty yeah, shop. Yeah, there was no like social media for, like if a woman was being in a relationship with a man and he was abusive behind closed doors, the we would still talk about that relationship idealistically right like we didn't know we'd be like they were together for 40 years we don't make them like that no more but now women have the ability to come out and be like i one i want a divorce and i can get it yeah you know what i mean which is a thing that that used to not be allowed you now you can get custody of your children that used to not be allowed um 
And then also like you can go on your Facebook and be like, I had a whack ass date tonight. Or this dude was blah, blah, blah. And women can like commiserate around that to share that experience. But um, I think the man is fine. I think if you go back to that original email and you read that, you'll see. I think I think it's a lot of this becoming cherry picked. Like we just read an email. It was very polite, very nice. He was, it was, you know, we started with this article, the black man is spirit, very reasonable guys, just giving some good opinions. You know, who, who are we to judge? You know, Hey, you could, you, you say don't procreate with black women because they're pulling the race down. What, what, why should I have an opinion on that? Let me stay out of it. You know what I mean? So it's like that kind of thing where it's like, we're supposed to just ignore, like accept that and then go, all right, well, Hey, that was his opinion. Thanks for writing in buddy. Uh, you have a good one out there and uh, continue to listen to these guys. They just as valid as we are. Remember, so like I think that's the part that's weird. Jennifer, I agree with you. It is hard to get away from craziness nowadays because the motherfuckers, because they're connected too. Because they know right. they can follow they know them. About yeah, 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 because at least, the technology. But at yeah. least now, as a woman, you have agency now through all through the same tools that they have to stay connected. You now have agency for whatever that may be worth. It may not also, be though, it may also, damn, it maybe give you something, but you have also, it. also, that used to be worse. Like, niggas did the stock women kill them, and it's just like we found her body buried in his yard. Yeah, and, then we, and then we knew, and then like, because nobody had no fucking nobody idea, there was no way to keep up with anyone. You know what's happening, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, motherfucking dudes are, have always been fucked up, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Damien left a comment. Uh, yeah, well, you have that. Your opinion, and, and let me wrong. Your opinion comes from your experience, and your experiences are obviously valid. You know. Yeah. Well, no here's my no question, though. No one's disputing if, that. No, here's my no question. One dispute. No one would ever dispute that. The question is, is, is it's more of an existential question as opposed to a, it's a macro question as opposed to a, a micro question. On the micro, you're in the middle of some shit. <laughs> you know. But on the macro, is the whole game any different than the games that we came through? I contend no. I don't think anybody's saying you can't have a different opinion. I think things are getting conflated right now. Well, I think the like, thing we, that, like, the thing like we all has. acknowledge we've been out of the game. So I don't think yes. anyone here is on. None of us have put on the expert cap. None of us give dating right. advice. None of us tell anybody what they can and cannot do while single. That that is not what this podcast has ever been. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's necessarily about difference of opinion. That's why we need. I think it's him. just people being like, we have an opinion. It's just as valid as a motherfucker that that whatever they've been through, they got an opinion, and we just all come here to commiserate. I think that first dude wrote in on some basically. I listen to people who tell me it's okay to hate black women. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm and gonna, the reason I and the reason gonna, I don't need to listen to y'all is because y'all have been married. Yeah, I'm not right. if you don't see how we took that personally. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how to explain it. I'm doing yeah, I mean, could because I, I take that personally, you know, and, and, and the thing is, is it's one of the things to where you the thing is, I think a lot of people feel like when he wrote in, he gave his opinion, and y'all was just dismissive of everything he had to say. And that's not what happened. We listened to what he said. We read what he said and we responded to what he said. And the thing is, there is a difference. And we're not saying there is a difference. I think but it that, started like, with him dismissing our opinions and right. saying, I'm listening to these black women hating me. I was like, I, I refuse to let that part go because if we keep talking like that wasn't the impetus. 
You can't be like, I listen to whatever that bus driver nigga is. <laughs> and just driver. let me. And I'm supposed to just be like, driver. well, I ain't been dating for 20 years. So maybe it is like that. Go ahead and hate them bitches, fam. How, like, you know, like, no, you, I'm never going right. to let it slide. It's not, right. it's not like that. It's not like that. No, it's, 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 it's not like that at all. And, uh, you like, know, I'm at the, the point now yeah. where um, I never understood when I was a young man. Damn, I don't know why these these girls my age date these older guys. Why would they want to be with some old ass motherfucker? And I'm like, oh, and everybody's like, oh, it's because he's got money. No, it's because motherfucker knows himself. He knows how to talk. He knows what to say. He knows what he wants out of life. He knows what he wants in a woman. He, he knows himself. That's got to be appealing to a woman. Like, yeah, this motherfucker is, he's on his shit. He may not be the most successful motherfucker, but up here he's on his shit, you know? And a lot of these dudes that y'all have to deal with, unfortunately, ain't on their shit. And it shows in the bullshit they talk about. Like, right. they stay from, like, what are you talking about? It's their fault. What are you? So I, I just, just to, you know, Jennifer says she's been in the, in the, in the dating world for 20 years. And so yeah, in, I can't, look, she's got, she knows it more than we do. Everything you say has got to be as far as how things right. have changed and, between and, then and now. Right. You know, and, so. and the thing is, it's not a personal attack against you or your experience or what you went through. Like, I don't want anybody to come in here. Think we're just dismissing it because I'll be seeing it. And I'll be like, oh, child, the ghetto, like trust, trust. I, I you know, but also it's, it's one of those things, too. Hell where no, Damien. Hell it's, no. It's also you can wait those- to shower. <laughs> Damien's comment is coming up in a second. Yeah, we got you, bro. We, we about to move into it right now. Just don't leave. But hold But real quick, though. Even with Jennifer, I just want to say you can't divorce it from the I listen to these niggas part. That's it. Everything else you can have. I don't care about. I'm not an expert. Not I don't you, care. Jennifer, you ain't got shit to say with these. these yeah. Like, right. just understand we were like, you can't just be on some. I fuck with these black women hating niggas and shut the fuck up. Y'all ain't been in the game for 20 years. Yes, I'm never going to have be, something to say. I don't give a fuck if I'm on my deathbed. I'm never going to let be okay with these niggas hating on the black women. That's it. All right, so here's it's Damien's so comment. Their um, levels of hate is odd. And then you said, we got to get you a white woman. Hey, man, don't put my white wife in this shit. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. First of all, Damien said, uh, thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> that was his first comment. Then, but he left a comment for us, too. Good morning, 3GO fam. Thursday's show was interesting, to say the least. Freeloaders, <laughs> freeloaders don't say I never gave you nothing. I did listen did to the give whole them thing. something. <laughs> it was great hashtag content. I did stick around for Thursdays. I did not stick around for the Thursday show because he wasn't in the chat last week because uh, I had other commitments at the time. I did expect some feedback, but not quite the response that I received. First off, I did not question your response to the article. I did not attack the author. I did not defend the interviewee. And you were right on all points in your coverage. And I had no smoke for you in that regard. Having been a oh, long cool. time. Oh, cool. We can end it right there, Andy. Go on, that's hey, appreciate you, Damien. <laughs> You see what we saying? We good then. <laughs> uh, having been a longtime listener, following and supporting all the hosts' growth through personal tragedy and professional achievements, I thought that might have afforded me a little space to share my own story around the topic that I thought you had given the cursory regard to. However, before Andy even finished my letter, I was called a herb, a sexist, a cultist, and a misogynist. Um, you took something I shared. A herb? That's one of my words. Did I call you a herb? 
Yeah, you might you might call him. Listen, call if him. your problem is with Randolph, just say it's with Randolph. Look, okay, you were because you, were out of line you got too. me defending myself, and I don't have nothing to do with this. I didn't call you no names. I could That's have. I, I didn't call, call you no names her. either, baby. And my comment was, was I more called about you the herb, group. I called these mother motherfuckers herbs. Yeah, and and, my, and also it's one of the things. Yeah. And also for me, too, it's one of the things, too, where we were talking more about that group itself. Like that group itself right. is a big problem. I think it's getting inflated that us talking okay. about that group itself, them fucked up men is like attacking you personally. And the thing is, is like that's a problem. Those men are a big problem. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Damien says uh, the next part, uh, you took something I shared and had shared, had a very visceral personal response, which is you're right. Is this what discourse looks like now? You, were, you responded to me like I was MAGA trolling you, which clearly is not the case. The funny thing is that your conclusion about marriage is taking real work is what the death to black love video was all about. The video he linked last week, Rada had not fallen into their trap. Thanks for the concern, but waited through all the bullshit to see if there was anything of value. These are our black brothers and sisters, the red pill women out here trying to make a buck off this war of, of the sexes. And for me, there is so much parroting of the same concepts that at this point, I only watch for the entertainment value. Good or bad, there are hundreds of thousands of men and women subscribed to and consuming this shit. And many of them are lost mentally and professionally looking for direction. It really is a window into the state of black relationships as a whole. However, you regard the messages being delivered as a learned man that was only that was only the point I was trying to explore. How are we treating each other as single people and how do we do it better? I'll be around for the first show, but I will be going out to watch Sarah with my girlfriend during the second show. Freeloaders enjoy the response and support the grift. Thanks to keep up the good work. Like um, so, okay, and then, okay. Okay. So I, I got a response to that. So I was looking at the, in the chat, I said, Rod, this is totally unfair to say people can't consume other information and make their own decision. And then you said that there are millions of, of uh, black people out there who consume this product and there are black brothers and sisters who are making this product, but the product is shit. <laughs> that that's the thing is that the, the product, the product is shit. Well, the question for me is this, because hold, hold on, let, let me add this real quick. Cause I know he got to go take a shower, but the question is this, do you feel that way with like, white national like if someone wrote in and said i listen to white nationalists and y'all went a little too hard on them last week and i what's wrong with me consuming that and listening to y'all i i would feel like that was a waste of time and i look at these dudes very much in the same lane like us yeah. being black and brothers and sisters does not cover the fact that they are very anti-black very misogynistic and they exacerbate this gender war that we're supposed to have between black men and black women so I feel like that is why you, I'm I'm like nah I, I really don't see them as like some equal opposite no, information resource and I think even in his paragraph where he addressed me he admits as much like yo these dudes are pretty fucked up yeah and I'm listening to them for entertainment at this point not really for information so even you know better than to do that and I think other people should know better as well man I. I can't help if motherfuckers want to be like kind of hotepish white supremacist anti. I can't help that, but I can say if you bring it to me, here's my opinion on it and why I think you shouldn't fuck with it. I don't think I ever devolved into insulting you and calling you names because honest to God, if I would have, it would have sounded way fucking different. And I try not to be that nigga because I could be that nigga. I try my best every day of my life to not be that nigga that just 
I don't agree with you, so you're a terrible he's trying, person. He's trying hard to be the shepherd, is what he's trying to tell y'all. <laughs> I just look so, at it like yeah. just because these dudes are just because these dudes are out here, I don't I don't support I don't support the shit they're doing. I don't I just I don't support them and and I get listening to them for entertainment, but if if you say you listen to them for just for entertainment, they say, okay, I listen to them just for entertainment, then that's that. Then, then right. it stops right there. There is no thing of well, occasionally they're right or uh, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. if 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 they are right, their right is rooted in wrongness. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? If if anything right comes out of it, it's rooted in wrongness. And I do recognize that there's expertise in experience, right? Like, hey, you somebody's like, I'm a dating girl. I've been dating for X amount of years, and that's how I know about dating. Hey, cool. You know what I mean? But it's also expertise and experience the other way. And I think it's just weird when people it's like when people say, if you don't have kids, you can't talk about like a kid being abused. Right. It's like, well, that's ridiculous. I was a kid. I had parents. You know, I don't have to have a kid to be like, you shouldn't like burn your child. You know, what I mean? like that seems like a pretty obvious example. there's, There's this whole thing about can you get good things from bad people, let's say. Right. Um, this, this conversation came up, I don't know how long ago, a while back about uh, the Million Man March and, and Louis mm-hmm. Farrakhan. And, you know, he did all these things that you could say is a net positive. But then, you know, he also has all these things about anti-Semitic stuff and, you know, whatever. So did are people better off because they followed him? Some are for sure. And he right, saved right. them and saved them from probably going down the wrong path. But in the aggregate, is he positive or negative? I guess it, it kind of comes down to that too. It has to do with, yeah. with like what you take out of it because yeah, I think consume, there's two. Baby, don't let us hold you up. Take, take a shower. We don't consume, yeah, man, like, go, shitty. go take a shower. shower you know man. what I'm saying? Let I'm glad you... how the movie is. Let me know how the movie is on a social. Thanks media for sticking game. around. I'm trying. Randolph didn't call you a herb this week. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, like something I would say. You should be good now. We should, uh, everybody should be back on the same page. I was like, somebody Jennifer says she's going to let it go. So, like, I feel like we got black harmony right now. I have been drinking, but I feel like we had a peaceful state. That's not just the alcohol talking. About to put this over Jennifer, your herb, herb, dating herb, herb. Yeah. Jennifer hit that. I didn't know. I couldn't have a different opinion. He's like, oh, let me just stop talking. Right, right. I know, the, I know, that, like I know that, that rule. Right. I know that one. Right. Yeah, we're yeah. not trying to dismiss you at all. This plus, yeah. it is not a personal attack. I promise. Look, I, I know. I know. This. I know the warning signs. I no all, we need, what, all we need is Dr. April. She ain't here she got a whole website is. dedicated to being petty. I'm I'm out. <laughs> Y'all, you win. You you date as many. Dr. People April didn't chime care. in on any of it. She said next time. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, no, well, not regardless but no matter what, I would not want to be dating today. I mean, nobody for, wants that's it for sure. You know, nobody I mean, wants it. But but in our fairness, though, I wouldn't have wanted to be dating twenty years ago. Right, twenty years ago, I didn't like it. Like people. TM are fucking trash. Yes. Yeah. This shit is horrible out here. It's it and and then the thing is too, like the people that listen to this show are kind of like a, a of a certain age. It don't even get better as you get older. Nope. No. Like now you got to deal with more niggas that ain't trash and they've no. been ain't trash. They've been trash longer. You yes. know, what I'm like there's no reprieve Rotting in trash. sight. <laughs> We're just living longer. Because of medicine and becoming worse and worse fucking people. 
Like, I don't even have to be dating to be aware of that shit. Like, I meet people every day. And I'm like, God damn, somebody dates you? You know what I mean? This is right. nothing but nightmare stories every fucking day. Like, it's like, I think that's what the big misunderstanding was, like, us being like 20 years ago. That was the time. <laughs> it was in these streets and it was so easy. Like, no, Dude. it was, we all got lucky and it was fucking, it's going to be luck tomorrow and it's going to be luck 20 years ago. This shit is terrible. Right, right, right. And also when we, like, if I say I couldn't date today, if there was no technology to, to sort of push this into the realm that it's in now, if I was just 47, I'd be like, I'm too old for this shit. I don't want to do any of it. You know, when yes. I was younger, the technology, you know, the technology was video dating services, mm-hmm. uh, together mm-hmm. dating service where you'd go to some little studio in a strip mall and be like, hi, I'm, uh, I'm 37 years old. I'm yep. divorced. I, I like you watch that videotape. Yeah. And they, they give you, they send you videos. Now that was typically like thought of as something for older people. Like you've been divorced, you've been through some shit. And so like the using technology to date was not something that 21 year olds did, but now it is. So the the pool of people who are just putting themselves out there like that has definitely grown because 21 year olds didn't do that back then. We just right. you know, went to bars and parties and met people through friends like everyone else does. And now that everyone's using technology to date, everyone's putting themselves out there with their little commercials for themselves, which is basically what everybody does on social media. And, and, and let me say this too. Damn, I'm definitely drunk. Um, you're a catch, by the way. Just yeah. Well, hold on. Let me let me like, just say this real catch. quick too, though. Let me, I don't know let me, what's happening out here in this world. But Jennifer's a catch. Let me let me just say this too, though. Um, I love when people say they don't listen to my dating advice because I don't give any, and right. I don't want you to listen to me. I don't know shit. You know what I mean? All of us need to be aware of what we don't know. I don't fucking know, and I think that's important because like the experts are always like here's what's going to fix that problem. And I think that's fool's gold. I think that's really more the, the, the thing, like when you see a Kevin Samuels being like, this is what you're going to do. It's like, but do this nigga really know, or is he just finding a way to insult your ass? You know what I mean? Like, let me bring on this woman, give her some advice. You stupid fat bitch. You're too this. You're like, God damn, that's not helpful. At all to no That's what one. I'm saying to DL. So DL saying, here's the thing. Jennifer got multiple businesses, got her shit together, knows herself and loves herself. Find you is hard because you don't want to. And that's what I'm saying. Like a like a a man of a certain, I call that a woman of a certain age. So a man of a certain age, um that yeah, that's she's a catch. If you're a man of a certain age, it's gonna be some shit you're gonna have to deal with when you start dealing with a man of a certain age, probably a child. And the fact that the motherfucker is like, This is my child, and you don't like her, get on, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, that's like, that's a catch. You know, I just want to say when y'all, young, when y'all these little young motherfuckers, when y'all write in next week, understand that I didn't say any of that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what these niggas are up to. Okay. Yeah. They, I don't know. These niggas might, I don't know what the fuck they want. And I don't know what the fuck gonna make them happy. These niggas are very mysterious. Well, Phil, me, as so. Phil said in the chat room, it's a weird weirdos out in this bitch. Yeah. Yes, it is. is. That because of the technology, the motherfuckers are right here now. It's just like, oh, here you, go. We you, don't, you don't have to go as far. Yeah. <laughs> now they tell you on the TikTok. Right one of my coworkers here. is talking about this dude that she was dating. She made a joke because he was like, oh, this NBA player is working out in the gym downstairs. And she they had been dating for a while. She just made a joke like, oh, can you give him my number? Like as a joke. 
and he was yeah. like, he "Bitch, bad. you too ugly to be a fucking <laughs> NBA groupie." That's, that's a, his that's weirdo behavior. Yes. What? Why like, are you winning it? Why are you winning it? Right. Hey, like that. You insulted yourself, nigga. What are you doing then? <laughs> so no, I don't. I don't pretend to know. I don't. Honestly, the the I we on the show. We've been doing thousands of episodes for our podcast. Every once in a while, someone writes in with the bright bright ass idea. Y'all should do relationship advice. Y'all relationship mm-hmm. so good. Do you understand? No, for two thousand episodes, I've been doing the opposite of that on purpose. I don't think it matters what my opinion is <laughs> it doesn't matter so just that's that's my whole point is like before we get into the like y'all don't know what y'all talking about understand i don't know what i'm talking about we're agreeing i don't want to give you my opinion please don't listen to it <laughs> we need to yeah. get tim on the show because he yeah. well, uh, mark because mark was just saying he's 48 got a, an amazing job good credit all his teeth <laughs> and, uh, not all the teeth he can't he can't find a date that's i could have made do you i just want to say he look, got both his legs wait, the sugar ain't taking me and karen could have made so much money <laughs> being fake ass relationship people y'all Nigga, don't yes. understand yeah, yeah yeah every day we wake up and make a decision not to be rich because uh, we, we don't I, do I, the I, like guys <laughs> welcome to black love so easy for us to go down these love on love on love ladies what you need to do is uh, we don't even do that shit it's so fucking corny and whack we don't do that so i think that's why i feel almost i feel almost personally insulted that the one time i went hey man this is kind of fucked up people's like really for real you've been married 20 years right <laughs> I'm just saying, I gave my opinion one time and I was like, hey, ease off the black women. It wasn't even a controversial opinion. <laughs> ease off the black women, my man. Don't listen to these hotels. I will not ever be ashamed of this. It's so, it'd be so easy for us to go down these roads. You <laughs> weak ass nigga. No, I'm just kidding. Herbs. <laughs> I could be a I could be a right wing Terrence Williams. Rod could do a relationship podcast. We I could be rich and shit. You know how easy it would be for me to be a hotel and make money? It wouldn't even be hard. That Derek, <laughs> that Derek, what was that black man's name? Derek something? The cheating uh, nigga? Derek oh. Jackson with an X. This nigga <laughs> made so much X. money giving advice while he was fucking women on the side. <laughs> I have never done that. <laughs> And and still I say, don't listen to me. Y'all know better than me. Y'all in the game. Come on now. I'm the most reasonable nigga you net or haven't met in many of y'all cases. But I'm the most reasonable person you know. And I said, and I one time I just said, bruh, just don't listen to the hotels. I just don't feel like that was out of order. Don't listen to hotels. Stop that, man. Stop, stop that. Kevin Samuels is not going to make you a high value man. Okay. Funny. <laughs> no, he is not. He's very funny. But, but that dude should not do not be listening to that dude, black man. He doesn't don't know do that. He doesn't know why he's funny. <laughs> That's probably right. really funny. I don't think he cares. And then and then once Atheon did an impression, I was like, well, now nah, I don't want to listen to motherfucker anymore. I just want yeah, to he's it. hilarious, but I don't <laughs> think he knows. No, he no, he does it. Uh, we got a couple more comments. Um, Mark commented, I didn't realize there was so much despair over finding love in the black community. Say what you want. I wasn't hearing about this manosphere when Donks was here. <laughs> <laughs> Correlation over causation. Either way, I'll be a magic city. 
that's all that's all because all this animosity comes because black women are so loyal to black men and blackness that they trying to save us and it's really like y'all y'all can move on it's not gonna happen this yeah these so, now some of us have gave up and just like yeah. you know what fuck it let, let, let the bitch burn i'll be happy for him i'll be like oh so-and-so got a okay cool good good for you serena these niggas was fucking up if common couldn't see it and drake couldn't see it fuck them let's move on we got a comment from latoya who said morning y'all this is latoya and first off i gotta say that i wholeheartedly agree with your comments last thursday on the letter damien wrote um I'm in the dating game myself, and I don't think that it's much different now than it was before, with the exception. <laughs> Damien in the shower now, mad as shit. Damien got the Bluetooth on in the shower. Ran off, done, got us another email. Echo in his bathroom. We got to do this shit all over again next Saturday because you could not call him a herb. I'm fucking around. Jennifer going to write in, I kind of agree with the herb, and we're going to have to do this all over again. Oh, God I, damn it. I just took a shower and I'm sweating already. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. <laughs> Latoya said, I'm in the dating game myself. And I don't think that it's much different now than it was before, with the exception of black women understanding their worth and not accepting any less. Have a good time, Mark. We Be are safe. loud about that. Now we can do that. Our grandmothers could not. If I were to listen to these Manosphere slash uh, wife school idiots, wife school, I need to go wife to school. school. That's the thing, too. Wife school. Men are doing wife school. I'm going to Google it. See, that. I don't. What the hell is that? I'm, I'm the bad guy. Now. OK, I don't even know. I don't, I don't understand. April said, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a thing. Wife school. In, in the what chat the fuck? It. Oh, like school. Oh, black women wife? teach wife school. Black women teach in wife school. Oh, OK. That, that, sounds, real that sounds like a black lady sketch show sketch. That's oh, her tips. They should be doing. Okay, they should be doing that. Uh, Latoya says, All right, "That's fine." Uh, Black women, high school idiots. I need to go to school, get a job with seat, uh, seat, work seat. forty-eight plus hours a week. Jim, <laughs> come home and work That's another forty jam. hours, cooking, cleaning, taking care of the babies, and end the night fucking sucking. If I want a man, while the last two are oh. fantastic, that scenario sounds miserable, and women pushing back against this notion are consistently labeled. It's part of the reason it feels like we're going to war with each other. Now, despite that, I still believe in love slash black love and refuse to call men trash. Although, to be clear, there's definitely churn in the water. They're not trash, they're herbs. Lastly, yeah. I'll, say, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I'll say this as someone who has been in therapy for almost two years, I'm wondering where. The personal responsibility comes in. Speaking of the letter, one of the first things I learned was that while I'm not responsible for everything that happens to me, I do need to acknowledge my part, especially if it's something that is recurring. And if you rather listen to Kevin Samuels or any other man in the manosphere who create pathways for themselves shitting on the opposite sex, then actually listen to the women in your life that say that says a lot. Could it be the way you talk or talk about other women, your mannerisms? Uh, fam, we can tell you exactly why we don't date you if we feel safe enough that it, that is. P.S. No disrespect, but mentioning your girlfriend is very manosphereish. I'm meeting Mark at Magic City. And then Emil left a comment to Mark B and Latoya. What's Magic City and can I come to? Sounds magical. <laughs> uh, now nah, that that but that last the not the last comment, but the person before, like, I think that was on point, though. Like in that wife school shit, I think I have seen that. It's normally like super Christian women, right? That do the like, you know, clean the house, suck his dick, and be Sounds a right. God fearing woman type shit. It's all bullshit, man. And mm-hmm. I, only, I think that's the part that bothers me is like, all we're doing is commenting on the grift. 
none of us is like trying to become grifters and be like, what you need to do. We're just being like, y'all do know these people grifting, right? What you like, need is wife summer school. That's what you need. You yeah, are yeah. bad shit. Like band camp. You feel you need wife, wife school. You in wife after school detention. I mean, yeah. you clean, but you didn't suck his dick at the end of the night. So you in trouble. You like like, a wife school GPA. You're like, I got a 1.3. I might, I might fail wife school. Might have to come back next semester. <laughs> Yeah, these niggas is whack, bro. I'm sorry. They just I I can't I can't unsee how whack they are. And they exacerbating the whole black woman versus black man shit, which is the bane of my existence. Like, damn, I hate I, I hate to see these niggas getting rich just being like, here's 10 different ways to hate black women today. I just don't much. I, I, yeah, I like if I'm not supposed to have an opinion on that because I've been married, then I don't know. I'm I'm gonna just have to have an opinion, niggas is gonna have to disagree. Yeah, well, um, yeah, Damien's original comment, by the way, if you're on Patreon, uh, fucking freeloaders, it's not up there anymore because he commented on a post. I, I post a link, the Zoom link, and he commented like on that post, and I take that down so it doesn't clutter up the feed. I do have it still. It's in mm-hmm. our inbox because we get the comment in our inbox whenever people leave it. Um, so if anyone wants to go back and reread or whatever, that's not there, but all these comments will stay up because they're copy and paste that shit. Cause I I'm telling you, it's been three weeks in real life. But that comment wasn't as innocuous as the update. Um, the <laughs> like first that, that was, comment was a little, a little like, what y'all know? <laughs> you know what, <laughs> and what y'all know about this shit? Like, I know. Ah, come on, bro. Oh, married Your ass, God. dusty niggas. You are you. What you got an opinion about some shit? You're like, well, goddamn. Uh, the herbs got some spice. So uh, <laughs> he said. Uh, yeah, his first sentence was, you've been making some, some fairly shallow comments about members of the Yeah, party. come on now, Jen. You got to be on our side. This nigga called us shallow to start the show. Come on, man. I'm human too. What about my humanity? Uh, but all Damn, these comments. This larceny is strong. All today's comments are under the. Uh, Bro, I got to go. I'm going to the liquor store after this. I might take a nap after this. We might do our feedback show late I today. Gotta go, I got to go get some protein for a protein shake and liquor store. I gotta, I'm going to both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> think I'm not? Y'all make some shallow comments. Don't react emotionally. Look at look at Brandon. Don't take the bet, Jen. Brandon, you stay out of this. <laughs> Sit your ass down and shut up. <laughs> um, hey, y'all, like a, y'all, uh, I feel like a, with, y'all really rocking with. So we're all watching. Um, what's the little elementary the the school show? Uh, Abbott Elementary. We're all watching it, right? I haven't seen. Yeah, it, of course. Very yeah. good show. Yeah. My girl Janelle James a revelation. Yo, absolutely. But I mean, listen, we've been knowing Janelle for a while, so it's not surprising. Not you a know, surprise, but let so the good world to see. catch up to her, just like Quinta. So I went back this morning. I was just laying in bed. You know, how you wake up in the morning and say, "You know what? Let me go back and look at Quinta's uh uh this nigga got money videos." And somebody put a compilation of all those videos again. Oh, we got was money. The best the dating videos. Mm-hmm. Damn, them shits are funny. Yes, <laughs> those shits are so funny. Oh, he got my money. favorite. My favorite video she ever did is actually um, it's real short, but it's the one where she tried to uh, she tried to have a plant, and she turns to get the water to feed the plant, and turns back, and the plant is dead. <laughs> that it's only like three seconds. That is that's, the funniest shit. I like me. 
that was, I knew she was a star then. I was just like, that that woman is a star. Am I seeing this right? JL was big up in Abbott Elementary and Janelle, and Janelle James. James. Yeah. Am I seeing that right? Oh, yeah, man. I couldn't believe it. We talked about it in person and I was shocked. Okay, well, that means it's just gonna get canceled. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, let's come on. Come on. Let's, let's say that. Nah, it's about to get canceled. <laughs> it's about to get canceled. It don't matter. He, well, Ray, in, all fair, your, in all Ray fairness, he, <laughs> in all fairness, he did say he watched the first two episodes and he stopped because he didn't think it was that good. Okay. <laughs> and then he's and then his girlfriend kept watching. Right. And he went back and watched because she was watching. He realized it was good. So I feel like that's a good balance of like, you know, it's not the JL jinx. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because if he just jumped right in like, this shit is so great. I'm like, this shit's about to get canceled. Yeah. I said, oh, JL, this, you, you sure no. this ain't too black for you? Don't say a lot, of, lot of black people on this. JL. <laughs> <laughs> this feels well, kind of like, like a. Well, like a Wakanda Parks and Rec. You sure you want to ask him who his favorite character is? <laughs> What's your favorite Janelle? character? Janelle. Yeah. You sure it ain't the white boy? It ain't Toby? Oh my God. Sure? <laughs> <laughs> my God. You sure you want to? The Italian teacher? Is that, is that your favorite character? Yeah. <laughs> the one he, he applied on, to Morehouse? Yeah. He couldn't even hate on it. So that was good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. So. Passing around because you know how they do us. That shit might be gone. They're yeah, did on. you see Quinta? They had to let us know they were going on a hiatus. Yeah, Quinta put out. <laughs> Ratings are good. <laughs> we're taking the three regardless. Like, you know Quinta knows know. black people. She know sure. black people because we was damn sure fit to be on Twitter like, the show ain't came on in three weeks. You see how they do our shows? <laughs> yep. You see what they do to us? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you had to let us know they was taking the right little little little. Y'all know we'll be back. We'll be back. Calm down, we everybody. The, we set the ratings record and then they still put our shit on high. <laughs> you see what they do? That shit is so good. Andy, you ain't watching it though. I'm you know, I'll get to it eventually. I'm not a sick Andy. What guy. do you watch, bro? I watch um documentaries and stuff like that. Like mm. like the like, Tinder but do you watch like new ones or you watch like old old shit that you're interested in just yeah whatever i find like if i'm scrolling through netflix whatever it'll just kind of catch my attention i'll start watching i'm very passive i don't it's not i don't really make appointments to watch much of anything on tv what's the last what's the last documentary you watch the tinder swindler but that was the first Mm -hmm. one in a while i haven't Um, seen that and i only watched it because my wife was watching it and I i just sat down and i got drawn into it do you feel bad for the women or or no that's no. been a big debate. No, I mean, no, I, it's we talked about it a little bit a couple of weeks ago. It's the main thing for me is the first woman. She had all these friends after the first date that were like, oh, my God, you're going on a private jet. And, you know, like she was telling us that her friends were giving her input. And then as soon as she starts writing those checks, we never hear from the friends again. <laughs> <laughs> like it was she not telling them that or did, or did they not want to tell us what they were saying to her? Like, did they all unfriend her? Because. I could see, yes. And I said, I could see them cutting her cutting them off. Yeah. They, like, oh, y'all gonna had, judge me. She had the whole group chat like on screen. Like, oh, they were some of them were saying OMG, and the other ones were saying, I don't know about this. And it was this great first date. And they, they went on. They had to make it seem because that's like part one. They had to make it seem more believable by yeah. not showing us her friends being like, girl, are you fucking insane? Because yeah. <laughs> then it would have been like, well, yeah, the, there's no need for the other parts of this documentary, the rest of this documentary. Yeah, there, there should be a documentary of 
her friends watching that documentary. Yes. <laughs> I mean, ah! Comparing what she was telling them. Getting an update. Because at some point she Act stopped one. telling. She stopped telling them what was going on. Um, yeah, she cut them out the loop. Yeah, the other the other women, it's the same thing. It's like his story doesn't add up. Like you're you're a billionaire, but you need money. Well, go sell a fucking diamond. You have diamonds all over the place. Like, you know, it it doesn't make any sense. And they got, I guess just because they were intoxicated by the riches, they got drawn in. But it just it doesn't compute for me that you would just start writing checks. But see, this is why I side with Jennifer. Dating is trash. <laughs> like that's how trash dating is. The tenless swindler is prospering out here, like just making, <laughs> making all the money. This nigga got obvious lies, and right. you gotta like, kind of to... you gotta kind of see where they go. You gotta kind of ride right. it out a little bit, right. just in case he and might not be here. Like, shit. look, I'm trying to do all the right things. I'm paying my taxes. Like, the fuck is this? The dating pool is a puddle now, and so you just gotta take that extra chain, that extra chance. Like, maybe he do got a jet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way. All he said he need is all he said he need is five thousand dollars. I mean, shit, I got five thousand. Let's just see what's up. I've been selling these shirts. Somebody to believe in his dream. That's all he needed. Yeah, I give him five thousand of this shirt money if I can get on this PJ. Let's see what's up. Because at some point they really were like, I mean, what's another loan? Right. (laughs) What's another loan? It's like what they call that pot committed. They was pot committed. You're like, I gotta see this. (laughs) I got to go all in. It's too late. The end. And he's got an agent now. The twin, the Tinder swindler has a Hollywood. Yeah, you agent. trying to get a movie? He's going to be agent. a pickup artist. Wow. He's bad be- people getting bad people getting prospering off of their shit is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And dog, we could be doing it. <laughs> Bruh. I think that's the real jealousy. I need to examine inside myself is the the jealousy I have when I see a grifter that just, I'm like, I, that's not a smart scheme, but they didn't give a fuck. And now they rich. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and do you know what we're going to do, baby? We're going to hire Jennifer, have her make t-shirts and be like, well, we got a black woman. She out here. Selling <laughs> right. Y'all shit. Yeah. Yeah. right. We're not going to tell them where the t-shirt money going. No. They're they not getting the real t-shirts. We just saying they're going to get t-shirts and shit. Yes. And give it to Jennifer cut. Bro, every day I wake up and be like, like goop. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. like, goddamn! If I would have just stopped, if I just didn't give a fuck, I could be the blackout tips, man. Put this shit in your vagina. I swear to God, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the best <laughs> pussy. Swear to God, it's gonna be the best pussy you. anybody's ever had. Just go ahead, give <laughs> us a hundred dollars. You see, this will make your shit juicy. I swear. Right, we pray yeah, over can. each one of these eggs, yes. and I swear to God, <laughs> it works, sis. If it don't work, it's something wrong your, with you. Get two eggs. Air your coochie out too. Get an egg for your butthole. Just I promise you, <laughs> this shit works. And then just we get all this money. Everybody hates us. Leave one star reviews, but we rich. Right. I mean, there's a world. There's a it, like hey. how in Marvel they got alternate universe. There's an alternate universe riding Karen somewhere on a private jet because they just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing like Terrence K. Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all mad about them eggs? <laughs> Hey baby, we end I, up, I like mine sunny side up. <laughs> we end up being on your covered on your podcast. What's that? Conspiracy, conspirituality. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to these grifters. <laughs> they said these eggs cure coronavirus. We don't give a fuck about <laughs> golf, but if y'all been keeping track of this Phil Mickelson shit, you gotta get closer to Mike. I said we don't give a fuck about golf, but if y'all been keeping track of this Phil Mickelson shit, of course, of course this, I have. This motherfucker, man. Uh, 
so they just announced that American Express has it has nixed him from being the host of their tour event. He also dropped his sponsorship with KPMG. Everybody's dropping that. Dumb what happened? No, because I, I, I so he this nigga it's, doesn't. It is he's mad at the he's mad at the PGA, right? Yeah. Okay, for no good reason. I don't understand his reasoning, but okay. Other well, unlike other sports, the PGA, the golfers don't unionize, so there's no like players association for golf where they all come together and negotiate shit. Because for the right. most part, they're rich and white. And they don't give a fuck about each other. Well, yeah. the ones at the top right. are rich right. and white. Right. And they don't yeah. give a fuck about each other. Right. <laughs> and so there's no solidarity. And so Phil, who is allegedly a big gambler and in the hole for a lot of money, <laughs> said, we should just fucking go with the Saudi Arabian golf tournament people because <gasps> they trying to pay some upwards of 150 million dollars per golfer and if we get enough people to do it we can all join that now he has a book coming out it, well it's not his book it's an unauthorized biography uh, autobiography but he brought dude over and told him everything <laughs> he did an interview he says he thought it was off the record yes oh, 150 million per golfer he because saudi's got money like that he thought he says he thought it was off the record. Uh, the person who wrote it says he knew it was on the record and just didn't give a fuck. Of course he, he did. Stop it. Now, I'm not going to lie. OK, when you see the quotes, <laughs> I'm prone to believe he thought he was off the record. Not that it makes it OK, but it's the type of quotes he was saying shit like we about to get in bed with these people that definitely killed Khashoggi. Like. He oh, was no. saying the kind of shit that, like, if you believe they kill people, you don't say that out loud. You see what I'm saying? It's like if I said, you know, Blackout Tips is signing with the Crips, and, and they definitely killed Tupac. I actually go the other way. I feel like his arrogance, because he's a really arrogant dude, because mm-hmm. he's, he's rich and white. He's a really arrogant dude. I actually feel like his arrogance allowed him to go the other way and be like, yeah, I say no, it's not a big deal. But do you think I'm not saying anything that everybody do you think he has a death wish, though? I think I think that he doesn't think it's a problem. Like a lot of arrogant people, they just don't think it's a he just doesn't think it's a problem. I got the quote here. Here's the here's the they ain't gonna be like, hey, man, you should keep your fucking mouth shut. (laughs) He said we don't play by these rules about the Saudis is that they're scary mother bleep uh, motherfuckers to get involved with. We know they killed Khashoggi and have a horrible record on human rights. They execute people over there for being gay. Knowing all of this, why would I even consider this? Because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to reshape how the PGA tour operates. Right. They've been able to get by with manipulative, coercive, strong arm tactics because we, the players had no recourse as nice a guy as PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan comes across as, unless you have leverage, he won't do what's right. And the Saudi money has finally given us that leverage. I'm not sure I even want the Saudi lead to succeed, but just the idea of it is allowing us to get things done with the tour. So he was fully aware of the human rights violations, the mm-hmm. homophobia, the you know killing of journalists. They kill people. <laughs> and said, I'm not saying pay. that he was off the record. <laughs> I am saying he thought he was off the. You don't talk yeah, like thought, that. Yeah, that right. sounds like somebody didn't think that was he didn't say any lies. Everything he said was true, <laughs> and you don't talk about the Saudis like that. Right. <laughs> who does that? <laughs> well, who gets in bed with Saudis? 
<laughs> like honestly, everybody. Trump and his people. That's who gets not. Oh, it's bigger than that, Randolph. Yeah, it's a lot of our favorite celebrities going over there entertaining oh, the motherfucking. Yeah. Fucking, uh, remember, remember, I was trolling the Rock hardcore when he was like, "I mean, I, I'm a big fan of MSNBC, MBS." I'm like, "You talking about the guy who cuts him up with a bone saw?" Right, but <laughs> you won't catch guy. him saying, "You won't catch you won't catch the Rock being like, yeah, I know they're killing people, <laughs> but I mean, they paying." Yeah, a lot of this nigga definitely thought tools. like like the 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 journalist came back like listen he knew he was on the record I was like nah like I, I feel what you're saying and you probably <laughs> did warn him he was talking like he didn't think you would write that down <laughs> right <laughs> like that's crazy like unless this I mean look I don't know Phil Mickelson personally so unless this man is crazy and I just never heard that he was like legitimately a crazy a, person arrogant piece of shit. That's like, do you want to doc? Dude, he can't play in that tournament if he wanted to now. No, He's no, not, not coming now. back home. No, no. Mm-hmm. no, now. And PGA is like, well, we don't want to fuck with you. All his sponsors like, and his sponsors. Did you see? Doing, did, the sponsors did, are waiting to see if the shit's going to die down because they keep doing the shit. Uh, we'll, we'll suspend our relationship. Yeah. You know, ain't no, get the fuck out of here. None of that. Did, you know, did, but did you see, did you see the other golfers? Did you oh, see what yeah, the other Rory, golfers did? Rory put the smoke on him. I'm like, Rory, you don't got a lot of room to talk, mister. I'm hanging out with Donald Trump, but you're right on this one. <laughs> no, the other golfers came out. It was like 17 out of the top 20 or some shit. Recommitted to the PGA. Right, right. Yeah. So it had the asked, opposite effect. It <laughs> was like, actually, you know what? I really do fuck with the PGA now that I think about it. I that, That's a good idea. And then they asked Tiger. And once Tiger was like, no, I'm PGA, dude. Once he said it, then it was over. Yeah, and Tiger don't really fuck with him anyway because Phil tried to do that yeah. bullshit when they Tiger like got caught other. cheating. Yeah, yeah, they don't like each other. So Phil tried to act like he had some high moral ground. This gambling ass, right? Money right. losing. He also, ass, he also tries to hold himself out like he's a like he's a rival of Tiger. Right, right. nigga, you ain't nobody. <laughs> oh, come in second every once in a while, ass nigga. Okay. <laughs> 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 you ain't nobody. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even fuck with Tiger like that, but we're not gonna disrespect. I know we're not gonna disrespect Eldridge. It's supposed to say nobody fucks with Tiger like that anymore. But come on, <laughs> but come Tiger, on. the only nigga that we legitimately every week was like, he should win this, right? <laughs> yeah, he can win, right? <laughs> right. No one talks about golf like that. He was the only dude. He, yeah. When they said we want a PGA video game, they changed the shit to Tiger Woods. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Of course. Of They'll course. Buy it. It. Like you he was still playing. This ain't John Madden football. This is a nigga that still plays every week. And it was like, it's his game, right? <laughs> right. Because truth be told, ever since Tiger's not playing, the ratings have went down. They've been doing everything Absolutely. they can to get the ratings up. That's like being and in Serena. They ain't came out with no Phil Mickelson video game. Who's <laughs> <laughs> buying that? No. <laughs> Phil Mickelson Phil Mickelson's video game would be like a poker game. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be, like, <laughs> be like, How much you want to bet on this hole? <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you should probably lay up, take it easy on this. Mm-mm, nah, nah, now he's, now he's ass out. Now, Phil now Nicholson, you know, double everything, or nothing. Everything is yeah. little house of cards is double or nothing. Dumbass, double or nothing. 2K22. Yeah, <laughs> double or nothing. Golf. <laughs> I'll suck your dick for my car keys back. Yeah. 2K22. <laughs> Phil Nicholson. <laughs> Damn that shit backfired. Everything's falling around. Everything's falling down around his dumb ass. And one <laughs> that more shit thing backfired. Before, one more thing before we wrap this up. Um, mm-hmm. we were talking about toxicness a little while ago. I saw 
Um, Augusta Holder. I saw D.L. Oh, that's a good one. Talking about um, Kanye. Mm. And he said something that stuck with me. Oh, Augusta Holder. Very good, Jennifer. Good God. Move <laughs> over, Keith. He said, uh, if Kanye was fucking with his grown daughter like this, he'd have words with him. I was like, yeah, I, mm. I get that. I don't understand this shit with Kanye. I just, I just don't fucking, I don't get the hold he has on us. I'm talking about the community now. I don't give a fuck about it. Like black people? I just don't understand the hold he has on us. I just don't get it. What What you mean by hold? What you mean? Well, like his little, the little, um, I don't even know the name of the documentary is that came out about him and his mom. Oh, genius. Yeah, motherfuckers is motherfuckers are steady, steadily posting about it now and, mm-hmm. and how they all they all got love for Kanye. Right. And, you know, his mother died. And it, it's so sad. His mother died. And, you know, it, uh, Kanye was a different person, but it's so sad. Just so it's, yeah, I've been trying to tell you this for, for I'm like, years, that not shit. He's not shit. Can we just I've been, say I've that? been trying to tell you this for years, man. And I don't think you ever gonna you never gonna buy it, you know. And I think uh, just knowing you personally, you have a like a I think you use anger to your advantage in a way that like like I sometimes I envy it because it's like a very clear, like oh, this nigga ain't shit and I'm done, right? And he's like, I'm not going back, made my decision. But I think the majority of people, they their anger is about them being sad. Yes. And they don't have a place to put the sad. Mm-hmm. So then it turns into anger, but it never really was anger. Mm-mm. And I think this documentary is reminding so many black people of how much they loved that dude. Yes. I mean, and now that dude might as well be gone. Yeah, that well, that guy is gone. Yeah, and and I think I think he's gone because he won't take care of his mental health. Right. And there's a tragedy to it that's different than like a Terrence K. Williams. Like a Terrence K. Williams is easy because we all see the grift, right? We know what it is. Is he's not? There's not. There's no situation he didn't take care of. We're like, oh, this nigga took care of his bank account. Yeah. Like he good now. But with but with uh with with Kanye, that he wasn't like this all the, like when he was, he wasn't always like this. Right. Like his even his music used to be very like pro black activist kind of like very aware kind of conscious, and then there's that delineation where he just 2016 got committed, you know, to the hospital openly told everyone I'm not taking my meds anymore. I'm a genius. And there's a track, there's a Shakespearean tragedy to it all that uh, people are finally, this documentary labeled a lot of people who have been pretending to be like Randolph, right? Like, oh, fuck that nigga. I know what it it, it called their bluff and said, do y'all remember when y'all used to love him? And a lot of people went, yes, I do. I do. And I still do. <laughs> and and, and I and I do love him and I hope he I wish it made a lot of people go. I wish he would take his meds and go back he, to this. He's a danger. He is a danger to this woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's a danger to this woman, which means he's a danger to them kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he is a danger to this woman. I don't even think that that's not hyperbolic of me to say. Mm-mm. That's we don't know what this dude is capable of. 
Right. That's true. You know, he's dating this woman. She don't deserve that. Mm-mm. Regardless of how you feel about her and her family. And, and, and it's weird because people spend so much time projecting onto the Kardashians mm-hmm. this like uh, this like very banal evil. Yeah. And now and now it's they don't want to pull it back yeah. and admit yeah. like, yo, that's very stalkery. Yeah. That's very mm-hmm. threatening what we're yeah. seeing right now. So yeah. instead they're being like, oh that, man, he, he just a black man won't see his kids. I'm like, yeah, no. dog, that didn't no. sound like that. Yes, y'all can't let him be around my kid. I would not let him be yeah. around. Ain't no tell him right. what he like y'all like, she's very valid in, in her some of her decisions. You know, like, this guy, yeah, this that's guy that's what it is, bro. We hurt, man. We love we loved Kanye the, the probably the best song he ever made it's not really this this kind of the most accurate song he ever made was that shit on life of Pablo mm-hmm. where is it I used to love Kanye straight like that mm-hmm. we did used to love him man he was something I'm different to, I'm trying to think man has there really been an artist I've ever been that in love with across any genre just artists I just I can't see it and I don't I don't know well, why. remember when and you not were to like say I'm trying to put myself above anybody now you were like a huge kid that. rock fan for a while remember that yeah you know, i was a kid, kid oh <laughs> shit that's right that yeah <laughs> he went MAGA and then randolph changed he let me down when he did that i was like oh my heart is broken. i feel like if i think long enough i could think of somebody you used to love like that but i don't know it I just thought, ain't thought about it like i didn't love tupac like that i didn't right. like uh well i was gonna say randolph i'm i would say outside of music though yeah, I'm like, trying to think. Like, 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 like he made this crazy heel turn, and I was like, I just well, 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 hold up. They didn't make the heel turn though. That's the difference. I was gonna say, like, I know just from talking to you, you loved Bruce Lee like I loved Bruce Lee. Yeah. And yeah. like, if he would have, if he would have ever said some shit, <laughs> yeah. oh, I would have. It would have hurt. I was like, nigga, what, what you doing, Bruce? Like we ain't on this. But he would have been like, you know, the black man just need to just pull his pants up and get the work. I'd be like, oh, oh you know who would hurt you. me? You know who would hurt me if if somebody found some old writings of James Baldwin? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there's the respectability years. Oh, bruh, God, if he had like five years where he was like, and really, it's black people's fault. Oh, <laughs> oh my heart. Oh, <laughs> oh my heart. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's why a lot of people dug in with Cosby. You know, because he was yeah. a hero. He wasn't just a, a funny guy with the sitcom. He was like, uh, he was next level. He was America's dad. And people don't want to let I, it go under any circumstances. And I also think Randolph and Andy, y'all are a little older than me. And I'm a little too old to be in the like, Kanye was my guy. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the yeah. people who he was their guy, like, I don't judge them. I had guys when he came out. Yeah. Yeah. He came out and he was that dude that was like, guys, we don't all sell drugs. And <laughs> and I know y'all niggas ain't killing people and fucking women every night. Okay. Yeah. I'm just a dude that's kind of a nerd in a polo, but I also dropped out of high school. Right. And that was a lot of people's story that they could relate to. And then he went, he went Kanye. It's just, it's very unfortunate, man. And I think people are still holding on to the fat, to the idea that he's going to come back. Right. That hope. Yeah. yeah. They ain't gave up on him yet. Yeah, like going going in, in all fairness, in all fairness is not when you're talking about mental illness, 
That is not beyond reproach. There are people who start managing their meds, their therapy, their exercise, their diet and stuff. There are people who do that mm-hmm. later in life. But I just don't, I don't know with a rich, famous dude like this. I don't know where that motivation would come from anywhere other than himself. Because so many people think loving Kanye is in, is about enabling Kanye. Yeah, and, and also, that's like, the real villain. Is the like how much is it is, has too much damage been done for him to repair whatever he's lost? And also, if he's this is from the fan standpoint, if he mm-hmm. gets his creativity from not being on medication, but otherwise it ruins his life, and he gets mm-hmm. on the meds, but he starts making like terrible music or stops making music, his fans probably wouldn't have his back. Like they, I think they like him because so of his music. As let me say this, as a black man. I disagree in that if he were to be managing his health, there's a level of like blackness where people just want to have him back. Okay. Like, like it's not really fair, really. Like, I don't think it's because his music hasn't been good. And there are still black people making excuses for the last five years. Like, see, he's actually a genius. If you think about it, I'm like, (laughs) oh, that's just the blackness talking. You just want him back. Right. More than you want to admit the truth. So like, he wouldn't get everybody back. That's a hundred percent true. He's done too much damage. But there's a contingent of black people he would absolutely get back who would kind of root for him the way we root for like Serena Williams right now, where Serena Williams isn't winning Turner's, but we kind of root for her in life where you're like, oh, you mm-hmm. see, she got a new commercial. Oh, that's good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think people would do it that way because um, in our lifetime, celebrity has transferred from when we grew up. It was like, what's the product that you're giving us? And then we love you. And it's turned into some weird kind of like, you're the product. So we'll yeah. love you even if your music is whack, but you are living a living a life that we approve of. I think he could get those people back. But I think the music shit is over. I don't know that he has a great album in him. And and even worse, being off the meds does not seem to have helped his yeah, music. Whatever, it seems whatever that he made thinks it worse. that's doing for him, it's not doing that for him. And yeah. And then all the MAGA shit on top of that, like right. you know, there's a lot of stuff to overlook with him to, yeah. to still give him all that attention. Like it's not even being a fan of the music, it's all the attention that he gets that he can get anytime. I think if he wants. you're above, if you're above like say 44 years old. He he ain't come. You he wasn't your guy in the first place. So yeah. ain't no work. You ain't worried about. You don't have an attachment. You know, right. If you're like forty four and below, there's a lot of well, probably like forty four to about like say thirty five. There's a contingent of people who are like, I would love to see this guy living a healthy life where he's mm-hmm. not. That's that uh, Toure, the journalist Toure. Yeah. Anybody around his age cohort, Chappelle, Kanye, yeah. he yeah. is defending. Yeah, well, that's really what, what it is. Supposed to do, and I'm like, oh god, man. <laughs> and I feel you, bad man. for the. I feel almost a little bit bad for these rappers because clearly they don't know shit about mental health. Um, and you see them saying they think they're helping by being like, nah, man. I mean, look, he just that's just Kanye being Kanye. And I'm like, yeah. shut the fuck up, Chance the Rapper. Shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> Tell that man if you really do love that man and you know that man. And you get a chance to sit down with him. You got to tell that man he got to get help. Lil Rel said the same shit. Come on, man. Kanye just being I'm like, man, listen, 
<laughs> man, because don't nobody want to be on the side on the wrong side of Kanye. That's the thing is, like, they don't want to quote unquote call him out because then you have to deal with all the things that come with that. I mean, I believe Kim K and them love that man because they try to get that man help. I do too. Like, like what people say, like, I like I'm not saying she like I don't believe she should have stuck around forever. I think she's doing totally fine to get his kids and 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 do what she need to do to protect them. But like, I mean, if that's OK for me to say, I know I've been married 20 years, but this, <laughs> I, I feel like that's totally fine for her to be like, yo, we have to make sure that these kids aren't in danger because I think they really did love that dude and they wanted him to get help. And he just. Mania is some weird shit, man. Is I was reading an article from a dude who's uh, bipolar. Uh, yesterday, I forget who he wrote it for. It was a long form piece, but he talked about the allure of mania, yeah, and how on the outside, all of us with our normative brains, we just think he should just like, oh, just do this, just do that. But he was like, the mania is seductive. Yeah. It does. You're not in reality anymore. You think. You're the hottest nigga on the planet and a genius. And fixing that by by we, getting we, to we a keep normal. Telling him that. We all tell him that. We've been telling him how many years now we've been telling him but that. But he but he started by telling us genius. that. And yeah, then, even right. in the early days, he would but then call that himself, music came. We were like, this is great. I guess he is a genius. Right. Yeah. But, is, but it's something about the he was talking about, like the high you get internally. Because to you, you're not hyping yourself. You believe that. So yeah, when you're not manic, you kind of have to return to a reality that says like, Kanye, you're, you're good. You, you're not. Everything you say is not genius. Right. Some of your shit needs work. Some of your yeah. shit, some of the shit you shouldn't be putting out. But when you're manic, you do shit like put out a whole album. And then a week later, be like, I changed the album because I realized it needs some more shit and it's even better. And you put out the poopy scoop song and shit like <laughs> he's just in the throes of this fucking mania. And we're all just sitting around thinking like, what an asshole. The problem's going to be. And this is what I always worry about with Kanye. At some point, the other side of bipolar is the depressive. Right. And typically as high as the high is, the low is lower. And I don't want to see a bunch of these motherfuckers that when he if he harms himself or does something like that, I don't want to see all this check on your strong friend shit. Don't bullshit me. Don't like, don't 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 sit up here and try to be pull the sympathy shit out, out of nowhere. That, well, we should have known if you was either on the side of like, fuck him. I hope he dies. Then just stay there. And if you was on the side of the fucking like he's a genius, everything then shut the fuck up, because this is. This was not about genius. It was about mental illness. And that's yeah, he just need to get help. That's all it is. He's mentally ill, man. And like I said, that that woman is in danger. She's in danger. Them kids in danger. I assume Pete Davidson is a little is in a little bit of danger. Although I don't know anybody who's who's Pete riding, Davidson is the danger. Riding on Pete Davidson for Kanye. <laughs> Ask who knocks. Yeah, all people. I think also, I don't know. I mean, I, I've I've known I've been around bipolar people a, a little bit. But it seems like Kanye's manic episodes happen pretty frequently and yeah. and maybe even getting more frequently. So whatever's mm -hmm. going on with him. And there are people who go a long time between manic episodes. And for him, it seems like it's always right around the corner. And so he really doesn't have any any hold on it whatsoever. And, you know, that seduction is bad enough when it hits you once every couple of years. Right. But every like four or five months, he's and, you know, 
they say it you can get manic episodes just from the seasons changing you know something can trigger and they that. don't and the people that have those uh, uh kanye doesn't really show us the depressive side right so it's real easy for us to like like what ha- like right now uh my girl uh bossy ickby pointed out this is about the time his mom died mm-hmm yeah. And almost like clockwork, every February, he has one of these outbursts. Yeah. I had never put it together like that. But then I started going back in my yeah, Rolodex, you know. Rolodex, like, damn, it is always right around here that he does something ridiculous. And, yeah. and, and it could be as simple as that. And I know people go, get over it. Your mother died. But we're not talking about somebody with a normalized brain. We're talking about somebody that is dealing with a mental health issue and their brain is not taking it the way it's easy for me to say, just do take your meds, but it's, you know, what the fuck do I know? And even people with normalized brains, when a parent dies, that's not some shit you shake off. I don't know why people mm-hmm. act like you wake up tomorrow. Like I, I've spoken to family members in their 80s and they will talk about their parents that died when they were 20. And that shit will hit them like it. That shit motherfucker should happen yesterday. And one, one more thing. When he does take his meds. Have you seen the way people talk about him gaining weight and shit? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fucked up. Like we we kind of incentivize this nigga to be manic all the time. Like it's it's just so unhealthy, and we don't have a language in broader society to talk about these things. I know I feel like a Debbie Downer every time I bring this shit up because I'm not the nigga to just be like, man, fuck that coon. It would be easier and funnier, and I agree, y'all yeah. right. But I <laughs> but I honestly do feel like that we we're missing the point if we just turn it into like he's a coon. And treat him the same way we treat like a Karen's K. Williams. This dude he's don't have a, control over his shit. He's just a problem. He's a problem because he don't have the control over his shit. And yeah. The, the problem, problem uh, Randolph yeah. pointed out to me years ago, and I, I remember I disagreed at first, but I, 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 I've totally accepted you're right about this. The problem that he presents is the people that feel like having his back is 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 being like he he ain't, ain't nothing wrong with him like yeah that's that's, that's the danger of Kanye you're not supporting him <laughs> that's not right supporting. and also that's once again the the addition of social media that extra layer it makes it just a hundred times worse I mean there have mm-hmm. been famous people Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys he was I think he was schizophrenic and and had manic depression and had like paranoid delusions and you know he was like in his twenties. In the 1960s, though, so mm-hmm. he could just be at home, be a shut in. He didn't. He still wrote music. They went on tour. He didn't like, you know, he was a shut in for years. But if he had if he had social media when he was going through those paranoid delusions, who knows what that would what that would be like. And right. Kanye, you know, this is like the, this is the worst time in history to have that kind of mental illness. And, and 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 he was famous before this. And now he has come into this next level of fame during this era of social media, which we across the board makes mental illness worse and causes mental illness. And so it's, it almost seems like there's no way out because his way of coping with things is to go online like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's you're running toward the thing you should be running from. And imagine yeah. a dude that's going through that. And I think the right thing to do would be for, I mean, it's impossible of course, but the right thing to do would be for, the, for us to really ignore him. Like the right thing to do if we could help it would be for all of us to be like, he's going through something. When he said Harriet Tubman and abortions on his campaign stop for president, 
we should have all been that's the rantings of a of a man who's in the mania. Yeah. But instead, there's like half the country that's invested in being like, Mm-mm, he making some good points. Right. And that's why the fuck we always get stuck on Kanye. Right. Right. And that's the point to end on. <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> But I agree with DL. I would have had some words. Probably would have more words with my daughter. But like, you can't see him anymore. I don't care what we have to do to keep him away from you. But you, you can't see him anymore. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> I'm not gonna have him around you. I'm not gonna have him around my grandkids. That, that's that shit sounded very dangerous and even more dangerous than what he said was the people right. on the black people on Twitter being like a black a woman trying right. to keep a black man from his kids and y'all okay with this like. Are you, can you read? Are you reading what I'm reading? Her daddy is keeping her, her daddy is keeping her from these kids. That'd be my question. No, her daddy's keeping her from these kids. You, you worry about that shit. And uh, no, you don't get to see, like, yeah, it's too much. You don't get to see none, none of these people, you know, not right now. You know, and I'm you sorry, Damien, fun. but you can't get your love advice from, from Kanye. I'm sorry. Kanye is back. Bro, back. I know you're going to write in next. <laughs> <week. I'm saying laughs> the movies, man. But I don't agree. I feel like even with us being married for 20 years, we can say that don't listen to Kanye. Go to the movies, man. <laughs> we want to thank Rod and Rod and Cameron for sitting in with us today. We want to thank all of you for shopping up, popping up with us. Uh, Jen, thank you for your feedback. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate talking to you. Appreciate seeing your face. Uh, Jen is a catch, y'all. I don't know what you single men are doing. Get, I agree. Get on your game. Right? Y'all better get I on agree. it. Get on Listen, your game. if I wasn't married, I would be wasting, <laughs> I would be wasting her time right now. Okay. I would be the reason she was writing letters to show because I that's what I did. I mean, well, you're right now we're talking to the freeloaders, and most of them are not high value men, obviously. No, yeah. Not. Right, because they're not willing to spend no money, they're not worth it. Don't mess with the freeloaders. Yeah. I'd go to a barber shop, put on a suit, and I'd be saying all kinds of fucked up, fucked up shit yeah. if I was. Yeah. Thanks, guys, as always, for coming in with us. We appreciate y'all. Y'all know that. Uh, we got no shows coming up. Look out for Game Theory on HBO. Bomani Jones. March 13. Yeah, so look out for that. Right around the corner. You know, yep. you, get, you, know you can get the open mic with Reese Waters on the WSA 9 website. Yes, sir. DMV. You can always check that out. I repost clips all the time, too, so just check them out. They'll be out there. And you got anything coming? I got zero things coming. I'm still, I'm, I'm still waiting to jump back into uh, no. stand-up. Soon, I think I we think. may have a show coming in March in DC. In yeah, late March at the, late at the draft March. house. So, yeah. So, so that's why I need to get back on stage. I start getting back. I start going back out. Yeah. So I think all Omicron right, is gone, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, and I just want to say, as a side note, I have signed up for a Twitter account, a Tinder account, so I can get out <laughs> in these streets so I can know what the fuck I'm talking about. Just so you can know what he's talking about. <laughs> Y'all going to be getting some real advice from somebody that's in the streets now. <laughs> Just so he can know what's going on. A man, a man in the streets. We got. I don't want y'all to feel segment. like I'm giving an uninformed opinion. I want y'all to know exactly what's happening in these streets with the day. Yep. So now we'll know. All right, y'all. So y'all come back on Monday. We appreciate y'all. And I guess that is it. I am Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Roderick Morrow. I'm Karen Morrow. And we have been three guys on, and we are. Ow.